Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Blighty Day Fiance, your third or fourth favorite reality TV recap podcast. My name is Michelle. My name is Robin. And today we're giving you a mini, mini, teeny, tiny, little 1 to 12 scale recap of the first four (laughs) episodes of season five of Netflix's Love is Blind. The reason we're being extra super economical is, frankly, we don't have the time or the bandwidth to cover every (laughs) single episode. But let's face it, you've already listened to your top three or four. They've gone through it beat by beat. You're familiar with the cast of characters, and we're just here to give you our take on it. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, look, here's here's the deal. We're going to get into a little bit more detail when it comes to Love is Blind once they leave the pods, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how we always feel about Love is Blind, like the pod stuff. Although you do enjoy it at the time, when you think back on the seasons, you do not remember the pods, right? Right? Okay. Or indeed the tertiary characters. Yeah, totally. So like the, the fun begins, I think, um, for, for the next tranche of episodes. Um, but you know, we're we're here, we're doing this, we're gonna to talk to you about the first four, and there were a couple of stellar bombshells. There certainly were. Uh, I do quite like the direction this is taking. Uh, so just to give us a little bit of structure here, I'm going to ask Robin some questions, and then we're just going to let the conversations flow from here. Okay. So the first question, um, <laughs> now, you all may recall the late, great, though certainly at some points quite problematic NBC sitcom 30 Rock helmed by Tina Fey. Uh, and there's a there's a line where Liz Lemon says, Oprah says, you teach people how to treat you. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you about certain people in the cast. Uh-huh. And I want you to tell me at what point that person taught 
other people how to treat them and okay, how they yeah, did no, it. I can do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is is Oprah smiling upon them or is she doing one of her stern frowns? You know, which, which Oprah are you getting here? Well, I'm not sure because I don't know that Oprah was the one that actually said it. It's fine. Which is why I brought up the 30 Rock thing. Ah, yes. Okay. Um, so at what point... <laughs> I'll give you an easy one first. Okay, At what okay. point did Uche teach people how to treat him? Um, well, he taught Aaliyah how to treat him during the um, the Texan Inquisition um, of 2023. <laughs> the famous, you know. <laughs> um, no one expects the Texan Inquisition. Um which was like the magnificent cross-examination. Um, it, it'll go down on the statute books as one of the great legal arguments of our time um, over whether or not she was a terrible cheater. Um, I think like the complete lack of emotion or sympathy, empathy, humanity in the way he handled that, I think probably taught um, her that if she was going to do a runner, there's no point in like, having a conversation with him like why litigate it could you imagine like it like because like look oh i should say i mean this is obvious from like the episode title and stuff right we're spoiling everything episodes one through four right Mm -hmm. and episode four ends as we know with um the voice of god i think it is the voice of god i think netflix has the the contract um saying uche aliyah has left the building um and, you know, he's really shocked and stuff. And it's like, well, what are you expecting? Are you expecting her to have a conversation with you so you can just completely shut her down and talk her around, <laughs> right? So that in that case, I think that is where he lost. Um, he, he Not so much like, you know, ta- taught people in that, but certainly taught people how the only way you can function with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, don't don't even start. Don't start to have like a discussion with him where there may be differing opinions because he will win. He is good. Like usually you see lawyers on TV and they are not good. He is good. He's very good. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know that that's how you talk to somebody that you care about. No. Though, I mean, I have, I am certainly being autistic, which is a medical diagnosis for which I'm medically diagnosed, just in case anyone had any doubts. Um, I sometimes do get stuck into the, the logic of an argument rather than focusing on what the other person is feeling. And also being a a, studying law doesn't necessarily (laughs) help (laughs) with that. It's it's a fucking nightmare, everyone. (laughs) You, you won't I can't win shit. I love the, it. I just can't win shit. She's too good. Well, that's not true because you have much better endurance than I do when it comes to arguing. Okay. Like you will know that you're wrong mm-hmm. and you'll just out talk me. Yep. Yep. I can filibuster. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't do. I, <laughs> I get exhausted and break down and start crying. Um, and speaking of crying... Uh, another saying, now this is, this is tangentially Oprah related because uh-huh. I saw it when Oprah had a, a, an interview with Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou said, when somebody tells you who they are, yeah. believe them. Yeah. 
can you think of a moment, and I won't give you a cast member this time, think okay. of a moment where somebody told the other person who they were. Milton. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Milton and Lydia. Milton, when she's like, I love you, Milton. I see a future. We're going to be so happy. We're going to have 12 babies and it's going to be the most beautiful thing ever. And I'll, I'll let you go around your friend's house in the middle of the night and you don't have to even look at me and everything. And he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because he's overwhelmed. It's because like literally he is in his head. He is rewatching like some of his favorite YouTubers playing Minecraft. That is what he's doing because he is a 12 year old yep. boy. Right, he's he's not listening to a word she says in any way. Like, I think the idea of kind of trying to you you know like um like marketing companies when they project um pictures on the sides of buildings, right? We've all seen that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to project a logo on Buckingham Palace or the White House or the Eiffel Tower. Actually, quite hard to do that on the Eiffel Tower. I don't think you can do that on the White House. Or, but anyway, Ooh, people have gorillas. Um, it it is like she is trying to project onto Milton her idea of, of what a boyfriend might be, but it's like it it that projection is as thick as a single electron sheet of light. Do you know what I mean? It has absolutely no substance whatsoever. It's just this tiny thin veneer of dressing him up in that garb. I don't think there's any bit of him, which is what she thinks he is. But I don't even... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I want to like Lydia, but I don't. And I don't think that she is someone whose intentions are good. Oh God, please don't let her be <laughs> I misunderstood. Let I didn't even do that on purpose. I <laughs> promise you I didn't. I There's something. So the fact that she comes in and speaking of telling somebody who you are and, and that person believing them, I actually think that Izzy has that Izzy has greater emotional intelligence than he initially presents with. So he talks a lot about mental stability and and emotional stability and blah, blah, blah. Basically saying that he doesn't, he doesn't have room for anyone else's feelings. 
right? Right. Yeah. And don't what he's basically saying is don't be crazy with me, right? It's that. Mm, I don't like that word, but uh, but okay. No, but that's what he's saying, right? Yeah. I've been in that position myself in the past. I've been like, I really don't want to be with anyone that's got issues because life's hard enough, right? Sure. And but that's a very, but they are young. And that, that, that is an attitude that a person may have in their 20s, right? Sure. And I remember very distinctly Johnny saying that she's used to being the the person with the most baggage or you know the hurt person in the relationship which i think is kind of a way of weaponizing your own trauma which we see a lot on 90 day fiance right like most recently with with riley weaponizing yeah. having been cheated on and expecting that other people are supposed to I fix know. it for him People do that all the time on these shows. Yeah. I mean, in her case, is it too soon to say that she wasn't the hurt person in her last relationship, seeing as how that person's dead? Well, that wasn't her not... that wasn't her last relationship. That was oh, yeah, a I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't even know how many relationships ago that the was. The cornerstone story There's in a... her existence. I get it. I get it, but mm, I, I was going to say everyone's got something and everyone's got, but th- that's not fair. Like trauma's legitimate and stuff, but you're absolutely right. She uses this. She uses this like, you have to approach me this way. You have to change who you are. You have to change your behavior. You have to forgive me more things. You have to make all of these allowances because years ago, someone I dated was a drug addict. But did, it's like, did you not s- mindful? Did you see how quickly she turned when she was rejected? Like she oh, yeah. she talks about you know oh my my past is really hard and I get, and and I sympathize with all of that really and I cannot believe that her mother said to her maybe you're just someone who shouldn't be in relationships. If your mom no, but we don't know off the back of what behavior that was. So, for example, if she was with someone really, really great, treated them like shit, cheated on them with their best friend or something, do you know what I mean? Like, if she'd done really awful behavior, yeah, it's still not cool for a parent to say that to no. a child. But but again, did the mum say that? Is that just what she heard? What was the context? Just saying. I don't think it's beyond credibility to think that Johnny may get things twisted in her head that's all i i don't know if it's a generational thing or not i i do understand and i used to do this all the time and particularly in my 20s um of showing up to a first date and and at the (laughs) time you know i thought i was bipolar and that's what it was so i was like okay hi nice to meet you um i will have a margarita i would like to tell you about the sexual assault i suffered when i was 13 and the uh time that i've spent in hospitals and you know just going through a litany and being like are you okay with this and and in my head i'm thinking it's better i just get everything out now so that i don't get rejected later but the problem is (laughs) with that Every relationship and every dating 
scenario, just dating in general, it, it's almost like people want to be able to do it without any risk whatsoever. And yeah, you, totally. You have to take some risk. Yeah. But, and the other thing is like, it's not a mark of someone for being like unsympathetic and uncaring and unkind if you haven't earned their buy-in yet. That's right. Yeah. Right? Like, like you've got to win them around with your good points <laughs> before you start introducing them to your bad points. And again, I'm not saying that past traumas and that sort of thing are really bad points necessarily, but like, give me a reason to invest in you and then let me know what the caveats or context is for that. Because at the moment, you were just someone shouting on a bus. You know, there's where do I fit into this in this conversation? You know, when people are so kind of self referential in that way. And so, you know, how do. What's this got to do with me? Right. Right. And and every when you, when you hardly know the person, I, I don't mean that in a non-caring way, but at best your relationship is going to be that of like a Samaritan on the phone or something. It's like during the conversation, you really care, but you're very aware of the fact that you can hang up that phone and it is not your problem. Right. Right. And I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm sure the unnatural pressure and the conditions of this experiment, as they call it, it, you know, does kind of force you to maybe be more emotionally raw than you necessarily would be in the real world. But I think enough, first of all, nobody has come on the show without watching the previous seasons, right? And that's the disadvantage that we have. Like the first Mm -hmm. season is always going to be is I shouldn't say always is often going to get the best result results because nobody's done it before so it's a lot more natural yeah, and totally. so people will have come into this now going okay uh, people definitely get get closer to each other when they're vulnerable but I get the feeling that a lot of these people are that way naturally Lydia especially and I know I'm I know I'm being extra hard on her but I just think. Oh, Lydia doesn't show any vulnerability. That, that What she shows is not vulnerability at all. Like, like she weaponizes past pain and that stuff. So it, actually, she doesn't weaponize it. She It's the opposite. She uses it as a big, old, fluffy, inflatable sumo suit of defensive puff, right? You can't get anywhere near what's at the core of her because there's just layers upon layers upon layers of don't hurt me. She's so she also instinctively makes me feel uncomfortable because have you ever have you ever been out or at a party or something and there's that one person who's really drunk and they absolutely reek, but they kind of, you know, put their hands on your shoulders to steady themselves. Yeah. So, you know, you're at the, yeah. like the office Christmas party or whatever. And this person is like right in your face. When she was doing that with Aaliyah, I got really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not somebody who my personal bubble is quite a big one to begin with, but you yeah. know, she's just kind of like slurring her words and going like, baby, I am you. You are me. And then, of course, what we fresh off a breakfast Malibu and orange. I mean, yeah, that is that is a lot. When we were watching it, 
I thought that she reminds me more than anyone. She reminds me of Barney from The Simpsons. Like I expected her to. Belch. That's mean. <laughs> but she's got that vibe. No, that's really mean. Well, I'm really mean though. Okay, well you can keep <laughs> it in, but I don't. Barney's a nice guy, but he's a little much. <laughs> He's like a caricature of, uh, well, whatever. I'm going to go, well, I'm, well, I'm just going to breeze uh, past that. I just don't want to be held responsible that's fine. for it. That's fine. Um, people are going to. It's cool. They, they ply them with booze, you know, and, and some people just can't handle their drink. That's the thing. So I suspect that's the case with her. Not that actually she'd had any more than anyone else necessarily, but. It was yeah. also definitely like 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. I, I know they That's keep, all I'm saying. I'm sure they keep casino time there because oh, yeah. I don't think anyone wear watch, wears watches. I don't think there's clocks anywhere. That Those are conditions that will, you know, put you in a different place psychologically. Yeah, um, it's Stanford Prison. It's, yeah. you know, that's where the pods are. Um, it's cheap studio space. <laughs> oh, I see a little bulldog who there has is something a to say. Trying to get away, that big old baby. Um, yeah, they they shut down the um, that particular prison, but then the various cells were converted into the pods. It's 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 a beautiful thing. Well, it wasn't a prison. It was at a university. Okay. Well, I don't know. Um, so we go from the the sort of bigger personalities onto the personalities that can be summed up as holidays. So when 4th of July, Independence Day meets Christmas, we get JP and Taylor. <laughs> yeah. She, is she Christmas though? Yeah, Christmas is her favorite holiday. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. She's the sort of person that shops at Bronner's. Have I spoken about Bronner's you on a have. podcast before? Yes, and, yeah. and a lot of our Midwestern bays came at us. And yeah. Our Frank and Muth bays. Yeah. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a place and a half, though. Um, yeah. Anyone that says Christmas it, who sort of builds themselves around that, it's deeply, deeply disturbing, isn't it? I get it that you might really, really like that and everything, but it's like it is fundamentally just a very small part of the year. Um but people do that. People do that. She um, she scares me a little bit, but I think I, I have a funny feeling that I'm going to warm to her quite a lot on the honeymoons. Um, he is my bet for this year's um, low-key psychopath. Really? Um, I don't yeah. think, I don't see it that way at all. I, I mean, him being Enneagram flag aside... And mm. not being able to to have or develop an aesthetic or a personality beyond hashtag these colors don't run. Yeah. I think he is quite a simple person. And simple doesn't mean stupid. I just mean I think he's somebody who is maybe, maybe done growing and maybe doesn't have aspirations beyond and and don't get me wrong because i envy people like this so oh, sure. hard i am the kind of i am ambitious to the core and driven to the core and that doesn't mean that i get anything done it just means that i'm really disappointed at my with myself all the time 
yeah, chronically yeah. disappointed. No, I'm the same. <laughs> I, I, I always, and again, this is not a dig in any way at our wonderful postal workers. My fantasy was always to be a postman. You stole um, that from Fargo season one. No, they stole it from me. I've been saying it for years and really? years and years and years. Absolutely. Okay. Um, just, just the idea of having, you know, these are the letters that have to be delivered. At the end of the day, I have delivered those letters. There is literally no other work I can do here. <laughs> it is just completely finite, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you can... You, that's just a joy. You can compare that... Also, I'm sure carries its own downsides. Yeah, of course. I mean, anything where, or like being a mechanic, right? Or anything where you're given a job, you do the mm. job, you do, move on track. to the next thing. Yeah. 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 I think being a mechanic might be different though. Because I think there's like levels of how well you do the work and the pride that you take in it. And not that, again, our wonderful postal workers don't take great pride, but it's like, ultimately, if you're putting a letter through a door... Right, I'm going to take the shovel out of your hand and we're going to move on, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's do yeah. that. So, but no, I, I think he might have unexplored anger issues and I think they may burst out of him. That said, I'm not buying this whole my mum was mean to my sisters thing as, as like, what's your trauma? Um, but I don't put that on him. I put that on the producers. Um, like, any of these shows, the idea that these people have um, unprompted conversations, um, I don't think we should take that too seriously. I think there's other voices in those pods. I'm sure yeah, of it. Of I'm sure conversations are guided, right? So I'm sure he was encouraged. I, I mean, she asks him, right? But I think he's encouraged, well, you better think of something, otherwise you're going to... How are you going to compete with these other trauma monkeys unless you've got something, right? Um yeah. So I don't think that's coming back up. But I, I, I think who, what was the couple last year? The the, the 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 ballet dancer and the lunatic. Oh, Colleen and Matt. Yeah. You see, I, I think, I think we've got a Matt there. That's mm. all I'm saying. Okay. We'll I see. mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think the big yeah. issue between them is going to be. <sighs> I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I don't know very many kindergarten teachers who are from, I think she comes from money and I could be wrong about this. I think she comes from money and I think teaching is not the goal for her. Right. Um, I'm just, I think that's fine with him. I, I genuinely think this is two people, leaving aside the fact that I think there may be problems, but I think white picket fence, two and a half kids is what they both want. So yeah. actually, could be a great match. Okay. I hear you. And I'm not trying to railroad you here, although I can feel myself getting impatient. And for that, I apologize to the listeners and to you, obviously. Um, two and a half kids and a white picket fence in 1988 was possible for a teacher and a firefighter. Yeah. They are yeah. in Houston, yeah. which is not cheap. And again, I think somebody who came from money and somebody who didn't, and you know, it worked for um, Alexa and Brennan. They are still together. 
as far as we know, and they had a massive income disparity. But yeah. I don't, I think <laughs> that he doesn't have a problem with accepting her dad's money. Um, I think JP is going to be held to a different standard because mm. you can't have two kids. I mean, you're right. Yeah. You're you, right. You know what yeah. I mean? She's going to want to be the stay at home mom and he is not going to make enough money. No. No. It's true. This you're right. It's really sad. But if if that is your the model that you want to live by, the breadwinner has got to have a big old bread bag. Yeah, and I mean, I and sadly, firefighters do not get paid enough. No, so, they really yeah. don't. And and no. I and I know people who are who have those kinds of jobs where, um, you know, it's a it's a God, I forget what you call it. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but teacher, law enforcement, vocation, you know, nurse. Yes. A calling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they are heroes and we love you. Uh, particular shout out to NHS workers. You are the backbone of our society. Yeah. Um, but you are paid like um small little dogs that maybe throw in a tiny little bit of kibble every now and then and you should be grateful um and that's obviously not the way the real world works so yes i think you have a valid point um what other questions do you have who else would you like to explore okay so when i did my film degree uh, my focus was on screenwriting and i have a point i promise and the question that we were always told encouraged to ask ourselves is when you have a protagonist that's your main character right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do they want and what do they need okay and how are those two things in conflict with each other so let's talk about izzy and her name isn't rachel stacy <laughs> why do i want to call her so I'm going to call her, my, her name isn't Rachel from now on. <laughs> my name is not Susan. Um, <laughs> she, she really looks like a Rachel. She does not look like a Stacey. No, I wouldn't have thought Stacey. Stacey's also very much more of a 70s name. Mm. I think seven, like your generation name versus yeah. my generation name. Not many. I can't think Yeah, there's nothing single. racy about Stacey. Stacey is quite a Janet name. Oh, I just got had really bad reflux. All that iced coffee. First <laughs> Nothing against any beautiful Janets. Um, for a long time before people started using the word Karen, um, uh, Michelle and me have like workshopped in our in our private lives. Um, the character of Janet. Um, <laughs> when you say workshopped in our private lives, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. the one. It's who's not a Janet. sex thing. <laughs> no, it's not a yeah. sex thing. I can be Janet. Yes. Uh, yeah janet's a bit <laughs> like uh well anyway let's not digress yep. so no, but stacy is a janet though yeah. you get stacy you get stacy on the phone and she is not helpful no yeah she clocks off at exactly 5 p.m so what does what does izzy want and what does he need and how are those two things in conflict with each other izzy wants to um look like anything more than a fuck boy he really wants that he really wants to look like um 
hunky man holding baby in his arms in 1980s poster style, mm-hmm. right? But what he needs is to not be any of those things and just go to the gym and fuck blondes. That is, that's it. Like, he he is archetypal fuckboy, but he is aware that in this day and age, you have to have more layers. And it's not his fault for wearing those layers like a very, very ill-fitting suit. That's the fashion of the times, but it doesn't fit him at all. It really, I don't think it does. And he can pretend to be sensitive in some ways, but he's just not. And that's okay. Mm, I'm going to challenge Mystery? you on that. I'm sorry. Did, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, that's okay. I'm sorry. Did I misread? I don't know if you've misread it. I think that you've dismissed him. I think he is a fuckboy, absolutely. And I think he, I would say that he wants to he wants to have fun and he wants to be able to have it both ways so he wants to be able to appear deep and sensitive and stable to use his yep. words and mentally mm-hmm. stable and emotionally stable yep um i actually think that in a relationship and I, I and I think he wants other people to see him that way. I think he wants yeah. the sort of insta perfect lifestyle that he's yeah, talked yeah. about. I think he wants all of those things. But I actually think he needs someone to hold him to account and to hold him to a higher standard. And I think that I think Stacy and this this isn't me dismissing her at all because I think she's fantastic television. She is effervescent in a way that nobody else uh, I never in that understand. cast is. Why do people go on shows like this, right? And just sit there going, Aww. No. I, it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, like she was immediately a shot in the arm. She's like, bang. And I, and I, I, I know she's supposed to be the villain of the season, but I like her. She's alive. She makes my TV come alive. Yeah, she definitely, she pops on screen and she's a joy to watch. Yeah. Now, having said that, (laughs) she is a chick who can hang. She's cool. She likes sports. She's not going to complain. And I think the issue that she is going to have is that she has her own wants, needs, desires, expectations. But I think it's going to be a challenge for her to to ask for what she needs and ask for what she wants and be assertive about that, which requires a level of vulnerability, right? Especially when you've yeah, yeah. it's it's screwed from her side because she's really she finds that really hard saying that she needs something yeah. and showing that she's not already a hundred percent happy. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then on his side, he's like, I just want somebody stable and happy. Right. So the fact that there are other things that she needs is going to be like, why are you keeping these things from me? What is this agenda? This is complicated, and that isn't right. the deal. Right. So they're both fucked in that regard. And this isn't this is going to sound totally counterintuitive, but these two people are actually very codependent. Mm. He needs for whoever he's with to never be upset with him. 
Yep. And to That's never right. be upset, period, which is why he yep. couldn't deal with any of Lydia. And she needs to she needs to impress whoever she's with at all times. And she's got to be the best you've ever had and the greatest. And I don't, I, I think, I actually think these problems are really good problems to have. And I don't think that this is a season of villains that's going to be really boring. I think that there are some really good seeds that have been sown here and they're germinating and they're going to grow into delicious dramatic television for us all to enjoy. Yeah. Um, Do we feel that we have left anything on the table? And I'm aware that this is a very quick hello season five of of Love is Blind um, rather than a great in-dive, depthy, depthy thing. Um, We will be getting significantly more in-depth for future episodes because things get, I think, very much juicier. This is like the pre-negotiation for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this Um, is the pre-trial negotiations. Yeah, I I want to get into the courtroom, (laughs) right? (laughs) I want to get into the bedroom. I want to get into the courtroom. Um, And so that's when the juicy shit starts happening. But I I will just say, I'm enjoying it. I think there is good potential. I wasn't sure about this cast at first, but they've fucking done it again, haven't they? Those bastards well thank you my beautiful gorgeous wonderful husband thank you my gorgeous beautiful wife um if you want to hear more um love is blind stuff and where we can maybe i just want to say get a little bit little little racier a little juicier a little meaner (laughs) i don't know um we're going to be dropping the rest of the episodes on our patreon so that is patreon.com slash blighty day b-l-i-g-h-t-y-d-a-y um so come and join us there you'll get our free um pods of everything that we do so that's everything in the 90 day universe siswise plathville all kinds of stuff um so come and join us at the patreon um or you know stick around on whatever feed you're on for whatever you get that's right and right now everyone is furiously googling who is Bonnie from The Simpsons. What character was Bonnie? Like B-O-N-N-I-E. <sighs> Bonnie was too drunk to appear on the screen. That's <laughs> <laughs> a the, nightmare. That's why I let it go. All right. Um, I have to go get blood taken. Everyone wish Robin luck because I am going to be clinging mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. him like Lydia mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. a Malibu and orange at nine o'clock in the morning. All right. Love you guys. We will love you. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.